This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, welcome to the postseason since it comes up pretty quickly with an 1130 airtime on Friday morning. I put together a short podcast here on the workout day. Now on it, you're going to hear from three race coaches, each with different perspectives. Pitching coach Kyle Snyder, infield and third base coach Rodney Linares, hitting coach Chad Matola, and also reliever Brooks Raley. Since the Rays are so focused on run suppression, let's start with the Rays pitching coach Kyle Snyder. And I asked him a little bit about him getting ready for the postseason and also trying to make sure that guys got some days off down the stretch. It's been a huge benefit the last couple of days, just given the fact that we've been able to script things, which we you know, normally do not do. Uh, but it's been in an effort to be sure that our bullpen's at full strength going into the postseason. Is it more the bullpen, or is it more the starters that you want to make sure are freshened up? It's going to be a combination of both. Um, you know, we're taking into account everybody, that's for certain. How good a position do you feel your pitching staff will be for that wild card series based on what was done? I feel like we're really positioned, um, you know, the way that we would hope, you know, coming into the season, you know, after going through a full season and, you know, preparing to play a full month of October. Um, I, I, I don't know that I could be happier about where we are in terms of just the strength of our pitching staff, especially with the addition of Glasnow. Uh, and going into the postseason trying to get as many outs and suppress as many runs as possible. Is he as good as he was pre-Tommy John? Is he better? Where do you see him right now? You could argue that yesterday's game against Boston was as good as stuff he's ever thrown in front of the cameras um, with a major league uniform on. Uh, It's not to say that that's what our anticipation is going forward, but we're certainly, uh, you know, very encouraged by what we've seen thus far. And in terms of the bullpen guys, you're going to be asking a lot of them, how hard is it to pull off the throttle and then push it really hard after that? It's always a delicate balance, Neil. You know, I think it's something that we really have to trust our relationships with these pitchers, Stan and myself, the transparency that they're providing, and their really honest self-evaluation of where they are physically. They can listen to their bodies. We can't. The things that we move off on workload, you know, are really science-driven at this point. Uh, but you can't measure just the importance of just the relationship that's in place and and hopefully the trust that's going to uh, be passed on. How much of it was communication almost like spring training? Okay, in this last week, what do you think you need to get ready? And then you kind of looking at that in the innings and parceling them out that way. Very similar um, to, to spring training and giving these guys um, an opportunity to kind of speak for themselves in terms of what they feel like uh, it best suits them to prep them, you know, for Friday. And in terms of Friday, it's looking more and more like Cleveland. So are you thinking about them a lot because you just faced them? And how much does the three games help? Uh, the, the three games certainly helps. It probably helps on, you know, f- from their perspective as well. But I, I will say that I've started to look here over the last day or so, uh, dig in on, on them since we've just faced them and think about what their roster might potentially look like. 
How tough are they because of the... You guys struck them out 14 times in one of those games, but they strike out the least in the league. Well, they're a very high contact rate team with a lot of speed. Uh, it's illustrated by the fact that I, they, they, lead, they lead Major League Baseball in infield hits. Um, you know, they, they, they definitely leverage that contact and that speed on the base paths, um, and, and they can certainly be a nuisance. Um, I think they've scored maybe 20 or 30 more runs than maybe we have even under the circumstances, but that's how they're put together. Um, I think it's a, it's a pretty level, um, you know, set of clubs going against one another, and it's just a matter of going out and focusing on execution. And as you try and figure out, and the, the organization does, how many pitchers you need for a best of three versus a one-game situation, how different is that? It's certainly different than it was in 2019 when we had the one wild card playoff uh, in Oakland. Uh, anything can happen in a three-game series, as you see throughout the course of the year. You know, our focus no different than any other time throughout the season when we play a team three times in a row is to come away with two victories and win the series. And the other thing here is there's no extra inning rule anymore. So if you get into an extra inning game, you may need more innings to cover. Does that come into consideration when you guys consider how many pitchers to have? It'll definitely be something that we're mindful of when we make the decisions, not just on the total number of pitchers, but the pitchers that round out the roster. That's race pitching coach Kyle Snyder. I chatted with him during the Boston series. I did the same with Rodney Lenars, the third base coach and infield instructor. You know, and Kyle had touched on the speed of the Cleveland Guardians and how tough it can be. So I figured that was probably a good jumping off point in touching base with Rodney on how the infielders are going to handle the speed of the Cleveland Guardians. Those were among the things that we discussed. I think that they, you know, they match up well with us because they're they're athletic like us. Uh, you know, their their infield was pretty solid and they're pretty good on the bases, especially taking the extra base and also they have a lot of speed. Uh, not to say anything, uh, uh, you know, their outfield also is pretty good. Uh, they got pretty good athletes out there. Quan and Straw and uh, Straw are pretty good in the outfield, and then you complement that with that infield defense they got. They're pretty they're a pretty solid team. How aware do the infielders for the Rays need to be playing them when it comes to an internal clock and also the ability they have to take that extra base and know where they are at all times? Yeah, but I think that uh, not, not only not only us, but any any team that is playing now, when you're talking about field of six, you know, the best six teams, like you just got to play your base, best baseball. Whoever doesn't play their best baseball is probably going to go home. Uh, you know, we just got to pay attention to detail and, and try to minimize our mistakes uh, and you know, just play solid defense and play the, the, the way we were capable of playing. Yandi obviously has been not playing a lot this last stretch here to get that left shoulder right. Do you have any concerns about him on the defensive end? I think we all feel comfortable that he can get out of bed and hit any day. <laughs> no, I think Yandi's going to be fine. Yandi's going to be fine. Yeah, you know, I would love for him to be out there a little bit more, uh, but we still got a couple more days. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that he's going to play a pretty important role for us, not only offensively, but defensively playing third. Uh, and we have a lot of moving, moving pieces that we can move together if something happens to Yandi. But, yeah, we, we're, we're counting on Yandi really highly. How much have you thought of the play? You know, Wander has really picked it up offensively, but it looks like he's gotten more consistent on the defensive end. I think, you know, when you look at a player like Wander, you, you just got to, you know, he's got all the tools, all the, all the intangibles. Uh, you know, he hasn't been healthy all year. Uh, and for a you know, 20, 21-year-old coming into his uh, second, second year not being able to play, I know he's been really frustrated and it's shown. But, you know, we're, we're, uh, 
you know, we're, we know what the Wander is capable of, not only offensively but defensively. He's a solid shortstop, and he's going to – if Wander goes, then we go. If he plays the way Wander plays, we should be good. Does the fact that he's been through a postseason before help, and does it help for all of the infielders that you have? Yeah, I think I think it does. We were talking about that yesterday about, you know, sometimes uh, some of these guys are impressionable. You know, when we were here last year – uh, in Boston and playing the playoffs, you could see some of the younger guys, especially the pitchers, and some of the infielders going out there and looking around. And it's a different; it's a different animal. The playoffs, you know, this is our fourth year in a row going to it, and hopefully, this is a year that we finish the job. They always say for infielders, it's important to be quick, but not in a hurry. When you're facing a Cleveland club that leads the league in infield hits. How much does that play even more? No, it plays a lot. I think with them, you got to be quick and hurry, too. You know, uh, just keep it under control. We talked about staying under control. The one thing that you don't want to do as a coach or you don't want to do as a staff is kind of like tell the players, you know, hey, we need to do this, we need to do this, because then it's in the back of their minds, and then they start thinking about it, and that's when you start making mistakes. As long as we give them the confidence to go out there and play the way they're, they're capable of playing, we should be fine. It's race infield instructor Rodney Linares, also the third base coach. And uh, obviously the infield is going to have to be airtight against Cleveland to win these games. As I would expect they're going to be fairly close. And certainly hitting is going to be important too. The Rays just played Cleveland in the last uh, start or the start of this road trip. In fact, uh, the Rays got to see their top three starters in order. Shane Bieber, Tristan McKenzie, and Cal Quantrill. So I tapped. So I sat down with the hitting coach of the race, Chad Matola, and uh, one thing we touched on is how much it helps to have seen them so recently. It helps a ton because we saw them in a highly competitive series as well. So we saw them in the same order. The guys got to see what they can do. They're all good pitchers. We got to see their back end of the bullpen both days as well with uh, Class A and Karen check. So having these meetings that we're going to have before the series will be a little more direct because the reps are so fresh in their mind as well as seeing him in the same order and expecting maybe those guys in the back end to go a little longer like the playoffs always happen. What impressed you the most about their starters and then their relievers? Just the pitchability. They all have great stuff, but the command on top of the stuff, the way they uh, play defense as well. They're built very similar to us where the defense, they catch the ball on defense. So we couple balls that I thought were going to get in the gap. The outfielders rain down. The They complete double plays. They finish, they finish the plays on the back end as far as the good pitching. So it's going to be a competitive series. From an offensive standpoint, you guys played that series basically without Yandy other than one pitch, uh, one a, a pinch hit at bat. How much a difference can he make with the group? Uh, I don't want to put all the pressure on Yandy, but there's no doubt he changes the whole lineup. He slots everybody back a little bit into their roles. He works the pitcher right away. Uh, we're looking forward to him. The one game we had him in Houston, you saw the difference he made. So I don't want to say that he's going to – put us over the top and apply that type of pressure on them, but we're, we definitely expect the quality at bats. How much does it filter down to the rest of the group, and why do you think it filters down? I just He lets everybody see pitches. Like I said, he mentally, physically exhausts the pitcher. He's not afraid to take pitches to get deep in the count, to you know, see the ball get deeper, to use the whole field, to provide power as well as base hits. It's, it's, the, it's the mental side as well as the physical side that the pitcher has to grind a little bit to get through him, and then you know, lapses happen. And it also looks like Wander, the last two or three weeks, has started to really find himself again. 
Yeah, I mean, there was some, I'm sure, some injury trust that is he's finally getting. It, it's hard enough to hit than when your wrist is, is nagging slash a little bit fatigue or different. You know, they removed part of the bone. So it, there's things that had to get, play through, and I, I think the trust factor is there more than anything, and that's what you're getting to see and letting it go a little bit more. That's the Rays hitting coach Chad Matola with some pretty good perspective on the Rays offensively. Tampa Bay, by the way, 14 games over 500 when Yandy Diaz starts and four games under when he's not. And obviously the expectation is he will be in the lineup for all games in this wild card series. Now, certainly familiarity can help. I also asked from the pitching side how it may or may not help from Brooks Raley, a guy who has playoff experience, although not with the Rays. He had spent the last couple of years with the Houston Astros. Yeah, I mean, I think we were uh, obviously scouted them, and, and I got to face them in some uh, tight ball games. Uh, we played some really tight ones when we were up there not too long ago. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're a, a very well-built team. They can do a lot of things. They, they obviously run well and whatnot. So I think getting some exposure to that and the style of play and how they can manufacture runs has only helped us for sure. In terms of you know their ability to make contact, what's the greatest challenge in facing a group like that? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think our team uh, does a good job of missing bats and, and throwing strikes and, and strikeouts. These guys are swinging early, making good contact, and, and putting the ball in play and kind of let some innings happen. Um, so, yeah, I think they're, that's their strength, and our strength is, is throwing the ball in the strike zone. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think what we've done thus far as a whole is not going to change. We're not going to deviate from that, and I think it'll be those really tight baseball games. And then in terms of their running game, how important is the types of things you guys do if you do get runners on base to make sure you're controlling them as best possible? Yeah, obviously, I don't know if it was what, three or four of them have 20 stolen bases this year. Um, obviously, several running threats on their team. And um, I mean, obviously, the goal is to keep them off the base paths, right, by filling the zone up and, and making them put the ball in play. But um, I think our team does a good job of mixing up our, our looks and holds and Obviously, we have CB and Frankie who really have good arms back there, too, to give them opportunity to throw those guys out and keep them out of scoring position um, just because those crucial runs late in the game, it's going to matter. And you guys have been so good this year at next man up mentality, but obviously using, losing Colin at the end of the season does hurt. I would assume for you and Deeks and Garrett, it obviously you know gives you guys even a greater role in a series against a Cleveland because of the lefties they have. Absolutely. Yeah, Colin, uh, not a replaceable piece in our bullpen. He's been a, kind of an anchor for us at different times in the season. Um, so, yeah, have, losing him yesterday, especially late in the year, like that's tough and a rainy weather day. Um, but, yeah, um, the next man up, I, mean, I think it's also going to create opportunities for other guys to step up and make moves, uh, myself included. So, um, yeah, I think the uh, obviously an early lead and then the bullpen chase stepped down, kind of what we've done all year. Um, that's what I expect in those games. And lastly, playing in cold weather here in Boston and also in Cleveland, does that help? I know you're going to play day games in Cleveland, but the weather's still going to be chilly. Yeah, I mean, I think getting some exposure late in the year. Um, obviously, we love playing in the Dome, um, but uh, getting some exposure to what just starts the season and ends the season in the cold weather in the northern part of the country is, is always good for us. Uh, so I think, I think it's going to be a big adjustment. I think we've had our thermals out in the long sleeves and the whole deal for lately. So um, for me, I'm glad we kind of played in that weather the last couple of weeks. That's Rays reliever Brooks Raley and certainly great perspective from him. And we appreciate his time and yours as well, as well as all of our guests on the podcast. Our guests on the podcast today, again, Kyle Snyder, 
the race pitching coach, as well as infield coach and third base coach Rodney Linares, and also Chad Matola, the race hitting coach, in addition to Brooks Raley. Now, don't forget to tune in for all of our coverage of uh, all of the games on the Wild Card Series beginning 11.30 on Friday morning. Dave and Andy will have the play-by-play, full pregame and postgame to come for all of those. And you can also check out our blog, raysradio.mlblogs.com. Look forward to future podcasts, hopefully for the division round, should the Rays advance. Otherwise, we will continue podcasts throughout the offseason. Thanks for being with us, and we will chat with you soon. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.